0: That's when it came out of a clear blue sky. Oh, the
1: dear good Lord's own sweet breath and his voice like an electric shock. I was reveling. Oh, Jesus, Jesus.
0: Welcome to Good Luck America, a politics and news podcast. With
1: your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Chet Wilde. Hey everybody, welcome to Good Luck America, a politics and news podcast, or a news and politics podcast, whatever you prefer. Joining me today as co-host,
0: Adam Ganzer. Yeah, happy to be here. So how have you been, man? You know, I've been uh, been a little better than America, and I think a lot better than Europe from what I'm reading. Right, yeah. a A lot better than that.
1: That's good. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. lot of people aren't doing good in America right now. No. They, they aren't. Or not. in Europe. No. And it's uh in big part because of Trump. And we're we're talking about Trump today again because it's a politics podcast. What else are we going to do? I don't know. I
0: guess I guess an hour of grieving isn't something that the audience wants to listen to.
1: Yeah, we did that after he got elected. <laughs> yes, we, we had did. a we had a very sad <laughs> podcast after that. In
0: the uh, in the office that shall not be named. We there was literally an email that was sent out after the election. Like, if you need to stay home, just stay home. Like it, the first, the next three days were just. Oh, was there? Sadness. I had been
1: fired by then, so I it, wouldn't know. <laughs>
0: I, forgot, I forgot that happened. Yeah, uh, good time. You f- didn't miss much. I'll good tell time you that.
1: to fire the person really nailing Trump at the you time. You were.
0: We used to go outside of the tree and like have yeah. cigarettes, and you are like, dude, this is going to be like, uh, like a nationalist movement. He's going to get elected, and I was like, boy, you are a real extremist.
1: Now yeah. who's laughing now? Here we are, yeah. but hey, that's all—that's all water under the bridge. Yes, <laughs> <I laughs> it sure, it sure is. it's fine, right? Yeah, we're we're talking about what we're talking about today is pretty crazy. This is always how I find weird shit about Trump. Yeah, is I'll see one little offhand thing in an article and start falling down that rabbit hole, and it somehow always ends up back with Russia, just as this does. this episode will also. But the article that got me started on today's topic, which is. Wind energy, mm. basically. And yeah. Trump's vehement opposition to wind energy. He really, really hates the idea of wind providing electricity for American men, women, and children.
0: Yeah. That's, which, that's like hating all of history after the year 1000. Yeah. Windmills are not new. Yeah. They're not even close to new.
1: Granted, there's a horror movie about them now, but it's a stupid one. Sure. It's about a haunted windmill that just shows up in the middle of a tour, and people are like, let's go look stupid. at that one.
0: That sounds stupid.
1: Yeah, it's. I haven't seen it, but I'm sure it's dumb.
0: <laughs> was it made by big coal? Trump probably like, wrote it, yeah.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Just made by coal miners. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the way I, I landed on this topic, for one thing, we might next week do a really in-depth thing about the climate report that just came out. Oh, yeah. That was chet's suggestion for a topic the one week he's not here Mm. he finally suggests a topic for the podcast and we're not talking about that today but it does tie into what we're talking about which is renewable energy and uh whether america will ever adopt it in a major way at any point in the future and i'm here to tell you probably not We'll have to get Trump out of office first, and who knows how long that's going to take.
0: That's like that's like just step one. That's like that's like getting the right. crew together for the bank robbery. It's not the <laughs> bank robbery. It's just yeah. getting everyone in a room together.
1: Right. That's that's all that is. The way I landed on this topic, I was going through headlines, just researching topics in general, and I landed on a website called earther.gizmodo.com. So that must be Gizmodo's fucking tree hugger site. It better be. Because otherwise, I, I don't <laughs> like the name of that site yeah that's already an alarming site name fucking dirty hippies writing (laughs) articles like anti-wind farm activism is sweeping europe and the u.s could be next by michael waters oh sure waters is your last name right all environmental and shit on earther i bet it's jenkins and he changed it to waters and this article as the title implies discusses how anti-wind farm activism is sweeping europe and it's not just like No wind farms and people holding signs. It's motherfuckers burning wind farms down, (laughs) putting explosives on wind turbines. The Netherlands counterterrorism unit, NCTV, you know the one. I do. Yeah. They just identified anti-wind farm activists as a group that's become radicalized to the point of being a public safety threat. Just real quick. It, they didn't become radicalized. That viewpoint
0: right. is a radicalized viewpoint, right? Yeah, because that's stupid. It's, this is a stupid thing to protest. It's very dumb. What in the hell good is it doing? Like, I don't even. It's not even that. It's not even about like what's wind competing with. It's not about that. As like a uh, wind is a real problem. Like, what are the problems that they're laying out that need to
1: be fixed by getting rid of windmills? Well, it's not just the problems. It's the dangers which sure blows my mind. Okay. The dangers of wind energy. Right. And I know we're
0: going to talk a lot about birds and I'm excited about that. I'm very excited about it. Shh. <laughs> right. <laughs> and like I'm ready to, I'm ready to hear somebody be like, "Listen, man, you need to care more about birds." And I I'm, I'm ready to hear that. The idea of this anti-wind power thing is like I can't fathom why it was ever a group that anyone took seriously even if they're burning shit down. Right. It's like, "No, I'm sorry." You have a stupid thing that you care about. I don't care yeah. if you burn stuff. You don't matter.
1: Yeah, no one cares about your view. No. We need energy that's not going to run out. Remember in 2015, there was all those clowns? Yeah. Remember, remember there's like just a, cl-
0: like a clown splattering all over the United States? Yes. Yeah. I feel like that was a prophetic occurrence. Like those clowns were a foreshadowing for like what was coming next. They're the first of 10 plagues. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like now it's fucking anti wind?
1: Yeah. No. This is, it's a weird a weird stance to take. (laughs) And goddamn, are people taking it in droves in Europe? And what's interesting about this, and this will be important later, is we have wind farms in the United States, but for the most part, Americans support the idea of renewable energy and wind energy. And a lot of it has to do with how we put our wind farms up. And we don't, like, a lot of the problems these people in Europe are complaining about, we don't have here. And that's going to be really important. Because they constructed
0: them in a way that hurts the, the nearby towns or whatnot. Right.
1: They put them on land, okay. basically. Fair enough. And so some of the things these groups have done, December 2017, in uh, during the inauguration of France's, France's first offshore wind turbine, protesters set fire to tires in front of police in riot gear. Is that good for the environment? No. That doesn't seem like it's any healthier. Also, not a fast fire to start. A tire right. fire? Yeah. That was a that was a real endeavor right there. Yeah. That required some planning. Unless you're, well, if you're dowsing it in gas, it should go up right away, so, right?
0: Well, if that's true, this is not, like, this is a massive protest if that happened Because it says that it's going in front of, what, police in, in riot gear, right? Yeah. So this is like a full-scale riot.
1: Right. Over this
0: offshore windmill?
1: Over windmills.
0: I don't, right. I
1: don't understand, man. I don't get it. They uh, went even further earlier this year when they just straight up set fire to some turbines (laughs) and packed others with explosives, (laughs) which, damn, that's such such aggression for a wind farm. And these turbines have been going up all over Europe over the past year. And in the Netherlands, activists have started distributing flyers calling pro-wind farm politicians Nazis. Sure. And planting flags with swastikas near wind turbines to imply that nazis have encroached upon this territory
0: it's starting to get hard to use the word nazi as a meaningful slur even though it is a very meaningful slur yeah it's it's starting to get to be a crowded field
1: yeah i think we should i think it's sufficient to stop with calling like we can end the hitler comparisons with trump because that's valid and from here all the other comparisons just have to be to trump
0: I feel yeah, I feel like we have a new thing. Yeah, that's immense yeah. that we
1: don't need an old one so we understand it. We have our own little Hitler. Hmm. <laughs> He's ours. Two little Hitlers is my favorite Elvis Costello song <laughs> for what it's worth. So maybe this wasn't all bad. Fair enough. Maybe mine's I'll- Allison. So I don't know how that ties into this. It's a good song. It's a good one though. Very good song. Yeah. So yeah, they started planting Nazi flags. Activists in that country have taken to planting heavy chains. Concrete-filled cans and iron bars on the property of farmers who support the construction of land-based turbines. The point there being to damage their farm equipment. So that's sure. rational. Sure. That's perfectly normal. In July, Jan Niebuhr, a leader of anti-wind farm group Platform Storm, which don't, don't use storm in these political times. We're just going to think you're right-wing extremists. Not only that, but like... That's too good of a name for, yeah, Platform for what Storm. you're doing. Come on. That should be a government operation. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. There should be superheroes involved with
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he told a Dutch news service that he'd heard of people buying hand grenades and other explosives for upcoming protests.
0: So a guy told news that. I mean I'm I'm not saying that it's not happening cuz obviously all these riots and stuff. I'm just saying like that is the kind of thing that's like okay, that's the extreme that we're all terrified would happen. Right. Is they would get a hold of hand grenades and like blow up, you know, people indiscriminately. Have yeah. we seen that?
1: Anywhere? So far no. But Which is good. Yes. But there's time. Like this is all very new. Where the fuck are they buying these hand grenades? Uh probably Can you you just buy them black market. Like they're in Europe, so the, they're closer to Russia. There's just fucking the, right. hand grenades laying right. around in Russia.
0: Russia is just the ground zero for all kinds of ailments. Yeah, like just every like cataclysmic thing in the world.
1: Like if from you Russia. need plutonium, you could probably just buy it over the counter. Isn't, in hasn't Russia. that
0: been the Tom Clancy novel for like the last <laughs> thirty years? Is that Russia leaks out
1: some plutonium? That's been the fear forever.
0: Yeah. Uh, just really quick, we didn't we passed right over this, but like. The fact that these activists are using heavy chains, concrete-filled cans, and iron bars, like, that's not easy stuff to get. It's not easy stuff to lug around. And it kind of tells you a little bit about who these people are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a lot of, like, blue-collar lifting stuff around kind of stuff, you know? Like, or maybe that's just a, a well-researched thing,
1: but it has a vibe to it. Yeah. You know? Concrete-filled cans. I yeah. wonder if those are—I guess they're cans and not barrels. Yeah. So maybe they're they're like coffee cans. Then maybe
0: it's not as uh, industrial as it seems. Yeah. Because as a list, it's like, what, are these guys all construction workers? What are they getting this shit?
1: Yeah, at first I pictured that too, like just big-ass mounds of concrete. But But maybe it's more home remedies.
0: Yeah. That's fair.
1: Oh, what a bunch of maniacs though, either way. That's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a whole lot of fucking work to protest something that will cheapen your energy bill every month. And you (laughs) know when you're talking about because one of the reasons, we're, we're to that point in the notes, not in my backyard is one of the reasons. And whenever Fine. you get that complaint, that's always like middle class to rich people making that it's complaint. Sh-
0: it, it's the only people who have that opinion about life Right.
1: You I have it a backyard. You have it well enough that you're willing to resort to vigilante justice right. over the view from your backyard.
0: And yet vigilante justice is also not a middle class or rich person thing. Right, so th- there's a strange incongruity here,
1: yeah, that I don't understand. And uh, some of the other reasons, fish displacement, which <laughs> okay, I guess I could see that. If you're a fisherman sure. and they put these things too close to the shore and it like fucks with your livelihood, I guess you could
0: argue that, but also just fucking go fish somewhere else. It does okay, but I, I still argue this group of people is unclear because of what they're arguing for. Yeah. Fish displacement. You just named the one group of people that are like, I understand who would be mad about that. Fishermen.
1: Right. Longshoremen.
0: There's no way they started this process because oh, no. the turbines were on land first. Right. Right. So what?
1: Yeah. And also coal workers who don't want to be replaced. There it is. Which, there it is. There you go. How down zero. How about that 2016 campaign platform? Bring jobs to coal miners. Did they just have like a like a
0: meeting in the hall of coal miners in 2016? Like, listen, we got to start a lot of shit, or else it's over for us.
1: Like, I I think it maybe happened organically in Europe with the wind farms thing, and then maybe. Trump just land, latched onto it for reasons we will get
0: to. Okay, I'm excited about that, and I don't, don't want to preclude it. But, yeah, but it sure does seem like we're talking more about coal workers than ever. I didn't,
1: I didn't know we still had a coal industry. <laughs> I thought working in the coal sure. mines was a thing of the past because right. coal is a disgusting, nasty form of energy that is uh, very destructible, which will become a point right. in a second, too. But, yeah, I did, it's it's really having a, a good couple of years.
0: Yeah, it's – I mean, we're all – Publicity-wise.
1: <laughs> I yeah. mean,
0: I'm going to put in quotes a good couple of years. Coal is because hot. Because every time <laughs> – every time that eh. coal comes up they get eviscerated by everybody else like this is not a group of people that people are sympathetic to they're sympathetic to workers in general but like the cause of coal is like right.
1: no no thanks it's like going to the mat for cigarette workers yeah sorry yeah sorry you know? sorry there's less cigarette factories now yeah. you're just going to have to fucking you know stomach that i hope loss. you get another
0: job i really do but yeah. like but I just hope
1: it's not making cigarettes. not for cigarettes, yeah, let's not that's the more. guy who bought cigarettes before this so another thing that is causing people to reject the idea of wind turbines is a thing called wind turbine syndrome, mm-hmm. which is some made up bullshit that science has <laughs> vehemently rejected, like if anything, if you live close enough to a wind turbine, they put off a little bit of noise, sure, obviously, sure, and that noise could potentially interrupt your sleep on a regular basis okay. which in turn is going to make your life awful like if you're not sleeping enough yeah you have problems
0: yes and earplugs though yeah, yeah yeah so
1: it it could be that and or it could be what they call the nocebo effect which is a psychological phenomenon in which the expectation of negative health outcomes becomes self-fulfilling i would say nocebo effect is finally somebody has named the
0: era we're living in yeah, like that's that is everything going on right now. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, it's it's also a little catchy. You know, yeah, just, I do like it. Uh, yeah, everybody's suffering from nocebo effect. Uh, so, is the argument then these people have a syndrome because they're living by wind turbines that yep. means they can't sleep? That's it, right? It, what else is? What are the other symptoms of it?
1: Well, they they list a bunch, like all sorts of symptoms, but mostly it's like lack of sleep <laughs> <laughs> and things and things that come along with a lack of sleep like irritability can't Uh focus Uh it's like you just need some rest partner sell your fucking house i mean yeah or even again i just like
0: earplugs you know yeah Yeah. i'm I'm sorry i live next to a train yeah some people live by the highway yeah and you know that that kills people but you don't hear them complaining they don't ask to get rid of highways (laughs) they don't burn freeways down (laughs) right so you know they deal with it because they're like trains aren't gonna leave. I might leave, but trains right. definitely won't.
1: Right. So And living by a train is dice I'm willing to roll. Same <laughs> as a fucking wind turbine. <laughs> For me, I feel like the wind turbine noise would just put me to sleep.
0: I don't know what it sounds like. I'm sure it's a lot more invasive than I would I think it is. Yeah. Having never but been close to But then you
1: gotta one. be living like right by it. Like in what I per- think they're kinda loud. What percentage of people are living right by a wind turbine?
0: Well, I just wouldn't think because very like many. the yeah. ones
1: I see when I drive through the Midwest, there's a bunch in like South Dakota and Minnesota. I think mostly Minnesota because South Dakota's conservative as fuck and they're like, oh, coal. But <laughs> uh, those, they're just like On farms, but way the fuck out. Well, you need a big, wide-open area, right, for the wind to
0: blow through. I I see him on the way to Palm Springs from time to time.
1: Yeah, what always blows my mind is there's always one that's just not moving. Yeah, what's wrong with that It's like, what the fuck's going on there, you lazy bitch? Yeah. Get running. Get that one fixed. Like, is the wind not hitting that one? That seems unlikely, but... They don't seem to all work the same. They do seem magic in
0: some ways. Yeah. You know, like they don't... See- well,
1: they're making energy from the wind, so they are sure. magic.
0: but <laughs> The again, good kind of magic. Again, the good kind. Again, not new technology, though. No, no. Like, I just don't understand. It's like protesting houses. It's like, we got to stop having houses.
1: They're like really ruining the environment or whatever. Yeah. And it's
0: like... There's not enough room ship for everyone. has sailed on that shit. Yeah. Like, sorry.
1: Yeah, or apartment buildings. Yeah. Because that used to be... Like, there weren't a lot of apartment buildings. Sure. And now there are. And you can't unring that bell. No, you can't. Don't want to make, like, imagine if someone, there was a law that would make this complex I live in a single family home. You'd have to be a king. I mean, mo- LA would
0: instantly become a, a cesspool. Because, oh, for sure. Because yeah. what would happen is nobody could live here, so then it would actually cost affordable amounts of money. Yeah, that's you know, true.
1: It'd be a strange counterintuitive result. Anyway anyway I see
0: you itching to talk about trump now i see
1: it <laughs> oh no i'm just seeing what we have to talk about next but uh also just fake news is being right. spread about this surprising no one and whenever there's fake news i'm always like where's that coming from yeah in this case it's they they kind of just blame it on like oil companies and companies that have a vested interest in us relying on fossil fuels a few more years but you know we're talking about Europe too, so don't count out russia don't ever count out Russia. They will eventually come up in this
0: i'm never going to yeah I, like, at this point Russia is in the in the Mike Tyson zone for me, like, yeah, when I hear they're behind the thing, it's like yeah,
1: sure. yeah, and it's like i've I've gotten some. Select criticism about always bringing up the possibility that Russia's involved, and people, oh, you see Russia and everything. Well, then stop showing up in everything, right? And I won't fucking feel that
0: way. What do you want me to do? Russia is invading countries right now. Yeah, like I mean, I'm not saying the U.S. is perfect. In fact, I would say that's even the point of this podcast. Right? That it's not perfect, but like uh Russia seems like a malignant country right now. Yeah, at least politically.
1: Yeah, they are a cancer in the world right yeah, now so that like, is spreading
0: it is really it fast.
1: Is. It is what it is. And know. sure enough, they come up at the end of this also.
0: I got to say, if you're if you're Johnny Cole and you own a coal company, right? <laughs> I'm just assuming
1: Cole is the company. Man, name were you, you born guy. to own a coal company with a name <laughs> like that?
0: <laughs> right. uh, like how
1: the owner of the Hover Round is named Tom Cruise. <laughs> Thank God for that. Yeah. That's like a little Hover Round Scooters. That's Tom a blessing. Cruise. <laughs> 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 I love it so much. Go on. <laughs>
0: Are you happy with this? Like uh, if you if you own a coal industry, is this what you want?
1: I don't think it is. Maybe. I don't know. Cuz you're like... still the type of person that owns a coal mine.
0: Well, you may not have uh, you may not have a choice at this point, right? Yeah. Uh,
1: or you and could... maybe you have an ethical coal mine.
0: Sure. An I mean an artisan
1: like... coal mine.
0: <laughs> right, more of a coal co-op. We put out small batch yeah. oil
1: <laughs> right. high-end luxury coal. cars. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, sure. Let's suppose all that's possible. But let's <laughs> say that you actually own a coal mine. Are you happy that this, like, chaotic wind turbine shit is, like, a thing? Because you got to think, in five years, this isn't going to win. Like, this, there's no way we get rid of windmills. No. If anything, everyone's going to be angry that they have to hear about it and care about this, and they're going to, like, it's time to destroy coal. We've had enough. Yeah. Like, can't you see the end coming? Like, doesn't this feel like the end is coming?
1: Yeah. It seems like you'd want to pivot or do like figure out something else to do with coal. There's got to be other right. things
0: to do with it. <laughs> right, right. Give but it a God wig damn. and see if it's a friend. Yeah. yeah Let right.
1: Homeless people burn it for heat. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe it's edible if you cook it correctly. (laughs) Have you put weed in it? Put weed in your coal. That's where
0: they should have started. Yeah. That or some version of coal pornography are the two places where they
1: could have found a way. My car's old. If I can feed some weed to it, make it feel better, make it run a little better, Mm. I'm all for it. That's pretty good. So this is a quote from that same article. And this is how how you fall down a Trump rabbit hole. (laughs) An article like this will just barely mention just enough crazy right to where you want to go where is this coming from right because one thing we mentioned earlier a lot of those problems that people in europe have with windmills don't so much apply here because a lot of our more prominent windmill farms are like 25 miles offshore so you can't even see them right like they're they're not hurting anybody yeah probably fish you have to be way out in the ocean and even then it's so deep in the ocean like the fish will adjust (laughs) Like, we drop planes in the ocean all the time, and fish are just like, oh, something to swim around in. Cool. And <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say in their fish parliaments. They do. That's the resolutions <laughs> they pass. <laughs> and so, when you compare that to the United States, like, we don't have the same issues with them that people in Europe do. Like, when we right. put them up there in the middle, of, like, sometimes it comes up, but not as much, which makes it weird just how much Trump hits on windmills as being a problem in this country
0: yeah i mean i i don't want to steal your thunder but like anytime trump cares about
1: something yeah i want to know why yeah like, it's, a, it's a red flag cares. when yeah. he cares about any living thing or the suffering of right. any living thing nope i know it sounds like hyperbole but fucking your alarm bells should go off that's how i ended up fucking looking into venezuela a year and a half ago there was a New York Times article that at the very end said Trump was concerned about human rights in Venezuela. And I was like, you're not concerned about human rights anywhere. Right. So what the fuck is really happening in Venezuela? And man, did that lead me down enough material for about eight podcasts. Not surprising. I mean, I, for, the one, for your one conservative
0: listener, <laughs> if you have one, yeah. if, if one, if a conservative listener is hanging on, nobody's saying that Trump doesn't care about things that are politically advantageous to him. Right. Like or or even just people that are politically advantageous to him. Right. Fine. But like when he cares about something that there isn't an obvious benefit to, like yeah.
1: windmills?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Then you got to go why?
1: Or the birds being killed by windmills. The birds, right. Which we'll talk about right. that actually it comes up here. This is a quote from that article. Yeah. Where they talk about how a lot of these false talking points about windmills are getting spread by Trump, which is weird because Americans don't care about it the way Europeans do. How does he have time when he works 4 hours a day to spread this much conspiracy I, stuff? I, I don't know. Like I don't the rest get of it. that time must
0: just be watching Fox News. But like that's just absorbing conspiracy stuff. Right, not spreading it. Like, yeah. That guy that guy is consuming a lot
1: more media than even you or I are. Yeah, that's a lot of media for a president. It's it's an insane amount. Yeah. Someone's feeding him information, obviously. I mean, yeah. But uh, I want that job. I just want. I want to sp- <laughs> be the one of, of media feeding Trump information. Sure. It's, have you seen? There's a documentary about Fox News called "The Brainwashing of My Dad." No, but what a great title. It's yeah, it's great, and it's about this. This woman does a documentary about her father. He used to be like kind of a liberal Democrat type. Mm. And then got this job where he had to drive a lot, Hmm. and he started listening to Rush Limbaugh. Oh, boy. And that got him into watching Fox News. And within a few years, he was a staunch conservative. And then at one point, after he had retired, he would go out in the garage and like work on his cars and shit and listen to Fox News. One day, his daughter goes, hey, your radio broke and it's going to be a couple weeks before we can get it fixed. And he's dumb about technology, so he was like, all right, fine. So she took his radio and then starts spamming his email with all this pro-Obama shit. And within like a week, he was like, you know, I think I was maybe wrong about that Obama guy. So it's like he was just being fucking... He's just regurgitating things. Yeah, he's just being brainwashed from either side. That's not surprising. I mean, I feel like
0: that's most of us, though. Yeah, Most of us... I'll admit to a percentage of my views are regurgitated from Twitter. Oh, or from, of course, yeah. You know uh, the the lack of critical thinking, though, upsets me. Right, the lack of having a base opinion. Yeah, like I feel like I have a base set of beliefs and values, and like that's the that's the lens through which all this news yeah. gets washed, whether it's for good or for ill. Uh, that's, that's disturbing that that is not true of that man.
1: Yeah, right. It's, there there are a lot of malleable people in this country.
0: Who, well, I mean, clearly, because, like, you can't tell me if you took a person in isolation, said, like, hey, man, and, like, listed all the reasons why this wind turbine thing is a problem, that they'd look at it and go, you're right. There's yeah. no way they would. They'd be like, A, I don't care. B, windmills? No way, dude. Yeah. Windmills have been around forever. What are we talking about here? <laughs> it's, like, common sense, you know? Yeah. Like, the earth is round. We get it. Right. You know? Like, that kind of shit.
1: Uh, if it's round, how come when I drop a marble, it doesn't... <laughs> Just keep rolling. Do you feel like there's just a percentage of people that are
0: like, I enjoy the fact that I can make the world a little bit bend to my will? Yeah, I don't know. Isn't that what it's about? Yeah. It's like, you know what? I can deny a fact and people will have to deal with it.
1: Yeah, it could be that. Because otherwise what? Yeah. Yeah. So this is a quote from that article, and uh, it says, One prominent vessel for those false claims is U.S. President Donald Trump. During an August 2018 rally in Indiana... He insisted that people living near wind farms, quote, go crazy after a couple of years before adding that wind turbines kill so many birds <laughs> and that resistors can blow up windmills if they need to. So this is the president I know. at a time when the right is like, mm, let's be civil. The president's like, blow up a fucking wind turbine if you need to. That's civil, but... They must think of these rallies like just like uh,
0: like like an old venting session for the it or something. You know, what yeah. I mean? Like like it's not like we're not going to do any of this.
1: Well, it we're keeps... just going to let
0: them say things and like yeah, that's how I feel, and then I'm not going to do anything about the
1: it. The reason those rallies exist is because his most ardent base of supporters are hearing nothing in the news except Trump is bad. Sure. And Trump supporters are dumb, and no one thinks the way you think. Sure. And then they get to go to these rallies and be around people who do agree with what they think. Right, a community. And yeah, it keeps them energized. It keeps them from believing what the actual public opinion is about Trump. I think that's
0: probably true, but also, I mean, you know, this is like a little too low level, I think, but but also, like, there's something that precedes it, too. You know what I mean? Like, precedes, that because that's what they're doing now. Before right. Before that, something made them this alienated that they had to come yeah, to this place.
1: I'm a broken record when it comes to this book called The Authoritarians. I'm going to have to read it. It's free. If you go to theauthoritarians.org oh. you can download mm-hmm. a PDF. Uh, you can get it on Audible. Okay. I'm gonna uh, check that if you out. sign up for a free trial you can listen to it for free. Uh, or I think you can buy like a paperback copy for $10. But yeah. it's a really good kind of roadmap into how not just Trump supporters but people who are inclined to follow the this type of leader in general yeah like what like makes that how person, they think and yeah. what makes them tick but uh yeah everyone should go check that out kills so
0: many birds the way it's phrased it's the most trump like thing in the world we yeah. just hear him throwing it away like like, he's grieving over these birds.
1: And you know it's a thing. No way. Like you said, him just absorbing information. Like, I, <laughs> I know a lot of people. Like, I do it myself sometimes. I'll be on a podcast, and yeah. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I heard this thing once. I don't remember right. who said sure. it, but I think it was vaguely this way. And then you go Google it, and it's like, oh, you fucking misquoted that, pal. Right. And that's Trump doing it in presidential speeches. I'm on a podcast. I could just – not only could I – but I would come back the next week and be like, hey, I fucked that up. I did that once. I sure. I, I was like, why is the UK being so mean to Tommy, Tommy Robinson? It's because he's a fucking right-wing racist piece of shit. Okay. And, I had and you to, learned that. I actually. had to span two podcasts to, to g- get all that out. For that narrative to be concluded. But <laughs> yeah. Trump's just pulling in shit in presidential speeches and shit that have been written for him. Of course. Where you know someone in the back room is like, I didn't write Kill So Many Birds! Yeah, you think Stephen Miller is like happy or just
0: constantly furious? I would be constantly furious yeah. as a writer. Yeah, he's not doing what you told him to yeah, do. He's exactly. not going to do it. That's 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 totally right. I also there's a part of me that wants to believe that the birds thing is a thing that actually does matter to Trump. Right, like like uh, like Tony Soprano and those ducks. Like oh those yeah, birds just Wouldn't are, like, nice? A thing that like gets into his weird mobster heart. Yeah, you know, like represents some weird loss. Yeah, maybe of his that's. Father.
1: Maybe that's where this episode will end. We'll find out <laughs> right. Trump Trump had a had a little baby bald eagle as a pet when he was right. a kid and it got <laughs> it died. And and it, it got killed away. by a windmill.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it got stolen by Russians and sold back to him for money or whatever whatever the metaphor is.
1: So the thing that article just really briefly mentions Trump and wind yeah. farms, which makes it seem like that was just a one-off thing he said. Not good oh, enough no, for you. No, no, no. That oh. was
0: not good enough for you. Oh
1: no. So I pull up there the source article that they have for that quote, which is Trump's craziest climate speech ever explains his new dirty energy policy. Yeah, baby. (laughs) On (laughs) NewYorkMag.com by Jonathan Chait. C-H-A-I-T. Now that's a name that could have gone to waters. Yeah. He could have gone to waters with that. Yeah. Chait? Yeah, Chait sounds like a part of the body you don't reach enough when you're cleaning for sure or like some organ that you didn't realize you need and you're gonna lose yeah you have chate cancer yeah (laughs) what so a few days before he unveiled his newest energy policy in august which is a fucking nightmare he was speaking to supporters in west virginia because coal country obviously sure and he ranted about wind energy which he associates with his liberal elitist enemies According to the article, and <laughs>
0: the liberals didn't invent in- windmills. <laughs> what the fuck? Maybe they've become the defenders of windmills because they're defenders of common sense. Yeah. Like, I just don't understand. All right, go ahead. Uh, just the list of things that are liberal elitist now is as funny as Will Ferrell's Axis of Evil jokes. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Like when he just kept listing things on the axis of evil. It's like yeah. one of those great SNL bits. Yeah. This is what that is. Oh, for like sure. Like windmills are on the elitist, liberal elitism. Like facts are. And you know, or like cereal. Like What?
1: This has to be one of Trump's craziest fucking quotes. And <laughs> How
0: could it, be? How it could
1: be? But it, it like because he's talking about such a boring thing, you know, yeah, it just yeah. flew under most people's radar. Yeah. But this is a quote from him talking to his supporters in West Virginia. Coal is a tremendous form of energy in the sense that, in a military way, think of it. Coal is indestructible. What? What does that mean? You can't bomb it. You can, like you can't destroy. You people get trapped in coal mines because they fucking collapse. Well, duh, yeah. And also, coal is a fossil fuel. It's combustible. You so you can blow it, it up. You burn it, and it never comes back. It's super destructible.
0: So let me let me try to make sense of this. Is this is he saying coal because it's in the earth is harder to just like you know be two back to oblivion? Is that what he's I'm saying?
1: pretty sure his thinking must be that if you blow up a piece of coal, it just turns into a bunch of smaller pieces of coal,
0: or that or he just makes diamonds like he just bombs yeah. them into Diamond Town.
1: Which is probably what would happen. Like, if you hit a bunch of coal yeah, yeah, yeah. with a really high-temperature bomb. You just gave them diamonds. Fool. Yeah. It's not going to be yeah. newer, stronger coal. That's why there's still a coal industry. Yeah. Can't afford to bomb China's coal. Otherwise, they're full of diamonds. Yeah, and I don't get that. It's such an insane quote. And then this is going to be long, but we we really need to go through it all. So I'm going to- I can't wait. I read this, and I go ahead. I'm, y- I'm excited. Yeah. This is, he followed that up by saying this. You can blow up a pipeline, you can blow up the windmills, you know, the wind wheels vr, vr, pff, pff, bing. That's all in the speech. Him making the windmill noises, him mimicking shooting, and him going bing. Oh, I know. That's I, I, that's I, all in the speech.
0: Again, Tyson's zone with this guy. Yeah. Like I believe anything that's words <laughs> came out of his mouth.
1: Anything. That's the end of that one. If the birds don't kill it first. The birds could kill it first. They kill so many birds. <laughs> You look underneath some of those windmills, it's like a killing field, the birds. But, uh, you know, that's what they were going to. They were going to windmills. And, you know, don't worry about wind. When the wind doesn't blow, I said. What happens when the wind doesn't blow? Well, then we have a problem. Okay, good. They were putting them in areas where they didn't have much wind, too. And it's a subsidiary, his pronunciation. Of course, I know. I, I understood that. Yeah. <laughs> you need subsidy for windmills. You need subsidy. Who wants to have energy where you need subsidy? So uh, the coal is doing great. And as that article points out, he said this hot on the heels of forcing energy grids across the country to purchase coal, which is a subsidy. Like, that's exactly how subsidies work. We live in a country that has a remarkably robust
0: rhetorical history, you know? Yeah. The the Gettysburg Address, uh, (laughs) just some of the great, like, FDR's famous speeches, JFK's speeches. We just have this great short history of like robust eloquent men you know and women in in positions of power this man's speeches are chaos they are (laughs) they are screams from the void like yeah you can't even follow it yeah i'm sure you can follow it if you were there in person because he does have a way where like when you see him saying it you understand him a little bit better yeah but, like, it's nonsense. It's garbled nonsense. It is. It really is. What is he even saying? Windmills are bad because birds, but the birds, you know, birds, are birds, in the killing field and birds, like, birds, birds. What birds. if there isn't wind in the windmill? Then what is it? And I was asking somebody, you don't even know who he's asking. Like, they didn't think of that. Right. Like, this is the first time they occurred to it? <laughs> like, no, it's occurred to him before. Man. Yeah.
1: Like, also. What happens to solar energy at night? Fucking.
0: You need the solar. You need the sun for the solar. It's I found charging
1: that. all day long. And I asked,
0: him, I asked him when the sun's not there, is there no solar? What's the, you know, and you're like, oh. Total blackness. Yeah. <laughs> nationwide. He like doesn't understand the concept of batteries. Like, I, it's, yeah, I don't understand, man. Uh, It's really upsetting.
1: And uh, like we mentioned, when Trump seems alarmed about the fate of a living thing, fucking buckle up because he's up to something. <laughs> and these goddamn birds, man. He is obsessed with windmills <laughs> killing birds. I mean, it is a bad thing that like animals have to die needlessly. I,
0: I don't want to belittle that. Sure. Uh, not because of sensitivity, more just like, sure, let's acknowledge a fact. That's right. not a good thing. Right. You know, I'm okay with that. But like, I'm sorry, there's one other rhetorical thing that super bothered me. The way he says subsidy, they need they need subsidy Sub, as yeah. though it's like <laughs> it's like saying, I need stock. I'd like to buy I'd like to buy the <laughs> stock. Can I buy the yeah. stock? <laughs> like that like if I called Wall Street and said that, A they'd laugh at me, B they'd be like give me all your money and I'll put it in this right. stock. <laughs> you know? Uh, and I'd never see that fucking money again.
1: Oh, fucking Trump, man. <sighs> so, this is from an article on grist.org. Trump has had it out for wind power since at least 2012 by Zoya Tierstein. This is a tw- this is a That's Trump true tweet from 2012 do we know when Friday by Rebecca Black came out was this Trump like playing a I can look that up doing a little riff on Friday by Rebecca Black I'm gonna look it up because this is his quote from this tweet it's Friday how many bald eagles did wind turbines kill today they are an environmental and aesthetic disaster for starters the way he worded that I'm not sure if he means the turbines or the bald eagles are an environmental and Right. Aesthetic disaster. I mean, I mean, of course. I mean, I know he means windmills. Yeah. But the way he wrote it. S- subject-object agreement is a thing of the past. Yeah.
0: Like facts, like dignity. Yeah. Those <laughs> things are, like, look in the rearview mirror if you want to have that. Uh, you're, The answer to your question is 2011. That's when It's Friday came out. Okay,
1: so he would have caught on to it by 2012. Oh, he knows about and it. And that's, yeah. He knows about it. And he actually, th- this was 2012. Like this yeah. article mentions, he's been on this kick since at least 2012. And he tweets about it constantly. One thing they bring up that's really interesting, wind turbines do, in fact, kill a lot of birds each year. Mm. Uh, around 140,000 to 328,000 each year. Well, that's sad. That is a that's whole a lot. lot. Can you guess how many coal kills every year? Eight million! million. <laughs> Eight. More than any other form of energy, coal kills birds at a higher rate. Is it, than, is it the plumes of smoke in the air that just yeah, they, it's they probably, into that? it's probably that. I'm assuming, like, I don't know how many oil kills, because there's sure. oil spills that sure, kill right, birds. Right. But
0: coal kills the most. Of course. I mean, how could that be surprising? Also, how many windmills are there in the world, do you think? Yeah, there's not a ton. There's like 5,000 in Europe. That's all there is? There's yeah. 5,000? Yeah, there's not a lot. Oh, okay. Well, so th- each of these windows is probably killing like ten a year, ten birds a year, probably one yeah. a month.
1: Yeah. And just the stupid birds. How many <laughs> birds do windows kill every year? I would bet on more.
0: Yeah. If I was gonna, not more than coal, but more than <laughs> more than the wind turbines.
1: We need coal less than windows. If you're a, if birds are yeah. your concern for
0: bird safety, vote windows over coal.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So this is like Trump campaigning to reduce traffic fatalities by getting rid of seat belts. Right. I, like there's absolute, it's the exact opposite of what you would do. You get trapped do. in your car when it's upside down <laughs> and you can't get out. And then you need the subsidies. <laughs> You're like, uh. Like, I love that detail so much. I know. It, well, it really undermines opposite. everything. It yeah. undermines everything. Yeah. It undermines everything and it makes you wonder, okay, what's Trump's real problem right. with wind turbines?
0: Or it reinforces, this is one of the most ignorant men who's been given a constant microphone right.
1: in the history of mankind. And the truth is, it's both.
0: Yeah. Both. Right. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's willfully deceiving us but it, it, about this specific thing. But I would bet more that he just doesn't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, what it turns out to be, just like, we just did an episode of the Conspiracy Podcast we last week. It's a Patreon-only one, but it's really interesting. It's about Trump's... The real motivation behind his war with the NFL. Right. Which is just all a business (laughs) disagreement that he's carried with him all his life. It's that the club doesn't let him in. Right. That's what it is. And listeners, would you believe if we told you it's revenge again when it comes to windmills? It's just a fucking business disagreement (laughs) he had that he's now taking to the presidency. As if that's not a thing that should exclude you from being president.
0: Well... Uh, again, there used to be a thing called the Emoluments Clause before they voted it out, or... <laughs> I don't know what they did with it. Did they burn it? I, I, I think they did. Yeah. Uh, that prevented all of, our, foreign, or all of our, uh, our politicians from accepting any form of compensation from a foreign official that would create the appearance of conflict of interest. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't let Benjamin Franklin get a painting of himself from France. Right, right. And you now... Know? He wasn't president, but they wouldn't let him accept it. Yeah, and it's like, and now all of Trump's money
1: comes from overseas. It's,
0: well, I mean, yeah, people from overseas stay in his hotel across the street from the White House,
1: right? How much money is that? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, all right, it's insane. Yeah, I know. And there's actually a really good documentary you can watch about the roots of Trump's hatred of wind farms. It's called Mm. You've Been Trumped. And this documentary, it's about this golf course that he eventually opened in Scotland. Locals were opposed to it immediately, like vehemently opposed, mostly because he was going to have to buy their homes from them that they'd been living in forever. In the, the beautiful Scottish countryside. Like, like maybe even ancestral homes. Like right. That's how old we're talking yeah. about.
0: So like, also by the way, this is, he does this everywhere in the world. Not just in sure. Scotland, but he does this yeah. everywhere in the world. Anyway, But keep
1: going. Scotland, there's a documentary about him doing it there. And yeah. it's, it's fascinating. One man in particular, Michael Forbes, which irony alert, mm. last name Forbes, he is not the rich kind of Forbes, uh was especially resistant to the idea he actually sprayed like ireland loves a fucking mural like especially northern ireland there are some terrifying murals of like fucking soldiers during the troubles pointing a fucking ak-47 at you dang really eye-catching stuff yeah and this guy michael forbes put a mural of trump on his shed that included the words no golf course and okay All of these people in this area refuse to sell their homes to Trump. So some of the things he does. What a cool way to protest, by the way. Oh, yeah. Makes this like great
0: piece of art. Oh, yeah, for sure. That he puts on his house. That's cool. I like that.
1: Yeah. This whole story, like it's, if you think standing up to Trump is completely impossible, watch this documentary because everything Trump fights them over, he loses. It's really kind of inspiring, hmm. but it's also terrifying in the th- the lengths he went to, to just fuck with average, ordinary people who just wanted to keep their homes and live where they'd been living forever. Like there is a, at one point they show a clip, he apparently had a Travel Channel documentary at one point, either Travel Channel or Golf Channel. Trump did? Yeah. I didn't know this. He had, I think it was a Golf Channel TV show, hmm. and it was called Trump's Wide World of Golf or okay. something like uh-huh. that. And there's a clip from that show where he's on the the site where he wants to build this resort, and he's pointing to one of the houses in this documentary, and he goes, that house, that house is ugly. I want to tear it down. And the woman in the car with him is like, yeah, that might be kind of a PR nightmare. And he was like, I don't care. It's my land. I want to tear it down. So that's what kind of person Trump is when it comes to dealing with sure the common folk
0: that I feel like Trump is uh, is is a test for emotional stamina yeah like, that's what he does is that, like he's just like most people aren't gonna fight hard enough to beat me right they're just gonna like they don't want the hassle of it because like I will make it painful for you yeah no matter what to get what I want I will make it painful for you because it's easy for me to do that yeah right and this is a guy Michael Forbes who's like I am willing to pay that price right I'm willing to be in pain. Yeah, this whole,
1: the whole area. And it's, it's, it's hard to watch, but it is kind of inspiring to watch. Some of the, some of the things he did to these people, he cuts Michael Forbes water line at one point and refuses to fix it. And what's really upsetting about this is the local police and the local government and the government of Scotland in general are all on Trump's side. Mm. When these people call the police and are like, Hey, this man cut my water line. They're like, Hey man, that's a civil matter. You got to take it up in court. And meanwhile, this dude was, like, without water for a month, I think. Damn. Maybe more than that. Uh, he tried to rewrite old surveyor maps to show that he now owned little portions of people's land. Just, like, showed up with new maps <laughs> and was like, no, these maps supersede your maps. Yeah. And these maps say that that part of your land is mine. Sort of like the electoral map. Exactly. <laughs> Just yeah. Like, you he know, gerrymandered. The yeah. He gerrymandered their houses out of them. Right. Right. He at one point tears down this guy's fence because he says it's on part of the land he now owns, mm-hmm. puts up the fence somewhere else, and then sends the guy an invoice. Uh I think it was over five thousand pounds. And he was like, Please pay this invoice now, because we put up we moved your fence. And the guy was like, I didn't want you to move my fence. Yeah. We were still arguing I'm not paying about
0: for your wall, yeah. asshole. <laughs> exactly. It's How is the he same always shit. asking people to pay for a wall? Because somebody's paying for that wall. Yeah. You know, like I, or or maybe it's just like he hopes it will work one day. Like the unsolicited dick pic of of industry. Yeah. Right. He just like sends it out into the world and like maybe somebody somewhere will be like, <laughs> I'd like to know more about this person.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he also does what he does so well in this country. He, he goes to the media when these simple or simple Scottish ooh, almost got us murdered there.
0: Well, you, you did say it earlier, but, uh, you know. Did it's okay. I? It's okay. okay. what I say? You said Irish instead of Scottish, but oh. murals. But it's okay.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. It's yeah. Okay. Those it's are fine. different places. They are. Technically. Mm. It's okay. I'll edit that out. I wouldn't. Yeah. I'd roll with it.
0: Yeah. I think yeah. I'll just this leave is it a, at. This is a durable, endurable people. Yeah. I, they have enough dignity to you overcome our mistakes. Tr- you handled
1: Trump. You can, we respect you. Yeah. You, know? you can forgive me mixing up where all the cool murals are. I mean, you won this maybe fight Scotland, already. Maybe Scotland should have more murals. If they don't want me, like you put the one up and then I'm like, oh, it's the mural place yeah. over there. Do
0: you see, Scotland,
1: how when you stick with your principles, you win? Yeah. That's that's really the lesson here. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Scotland's fault that I <laughs> fucked that up. And you're right. This is all staying in. Yeah. It's yep. the principle of the matter. Exactly. Now sell me your houses. <laughs> so he goes on a tirade in the press about how these houses are slums and an eyesore that American golfers won't want to have to look at when they visit mm. the resort. He uses the word slums so many times. It's on television. On television. That on, they're seeing. On radio all over Scotland. Who is Who does he think he's convincing? The Scottish government. Okay. Like there's so a,
0: it's the small audience that he's playing for the, again.
1: And there's a, a point where... I think it's the filmmaker actually confronts a, a government official from oh. Scotland, and that government official is like, they're fucking slums. No one wants to look and see those things when, they're, when Americans are flying in here to play golf. And it's right. like, Jesus, man.
0: Right. And then he just plays a photo montage of it over Streets Have No Name, <laughs> which is an Irish band. Yes.
1: Uh, <laughs> and, and-
0: and, like, the guy just is reduced to tears because, of course, they're not fucking slums. Right. You know, they're probably gorgeous because they're on a place where we want to build a golf course. Yeah. We don't build golf courses in slums.
1: Like, they're old houses, but they're they're perfectly fine houses. Though, Like, right. Michael Forbes' house, it's, it's a farm. And he was like, there's going to be shit scattered around. It's a yeah. farm, man. Yeah. And Trump, like, just went in and, like, started taking this dude's land. And... So w- when the, uh, this is one of the craziest parts, when uh, I
0: think what you've said is really crazy. Like it just takes a certain kind of m- messed up person to just like, I'm going to try that. I'm just going to try to take it Yeah. and see if I get away
1: with it. Yeah. What happened is they gave Trump planning rights, I believe it's called, right. on the entire project, which meant they had a plan that everyone agreed to initially, and then he it was up to him whether he wanted to change that plan at any point. So then once everyone agreed, he just started changing the plans to fit whatever needs he had. Man, you know, he really does the same things over and over and over. Because he did oh, the yeah. same
0: thing to the USFL
1: we were talking about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He uh so when when forcing people because a lot of these people were living under the threat of what's called a compulsory purchase order. Yeah. Which means they could the government just comes in and says you have to sell your house. And you either negotiate a good price or we're going to pay you what we pay you. Either way, you got to get the fuck out. And Trump was threatening to do that to these people for the longest time. And eventually, like, public opinion turned so hard against that that he abandoned it. Mm. But then what he did is he just moved big mounds of dirt in front of all these houses so you couldn't see them from the golf course, which also meant that these people who'd lived in this beautiful stretch of Scottish countryside right. for years and years and years, looking out their window, seeing nothing but beautiful untouched land. Now they're seeing mounds of dirt. Yeah, dirt piles. Dirt. It's piles. It's the equivalent of holding your hand three inches from your
0: friend's face and saying you can't get mad. Yeah. That's really what it is. Yeah. It's like it's
1: childish and it's mean spirited. And, and like why? And it was this area that was kind of cordoned off for like scientific research because it was such an <laughs> untouched pristine part of land there right. was really famous sand dunes okay. that he completely destroyed sure. like and there's articles coming out about that just this year sure where it's like they've finally decided that the damage he did in this area is such that those sand dunes are never going to come back like that's just lo- like trump is destroying <laughs> artifacts at this point like he is a true occupying force yeah trump is
0: global warming
1: yeah, like, like Trump much. is
0: the the result of excess and chaos that's been unchecked that yeah. has been allowed to have its constant like you know erosive effect and nobody wants to deal with it and now it's like perhaps an irreversible problem. Yeah. Like that's
1: that there's your fucking metaphor. Yeah. That's a good that is a perfect fucking metaphor. And so you people should go watch this documentary. It's really good. It's on if you have Amazon Prime, you can stream it for free. It's called "You've Been Trumped." the The filmmaker at one point gets arrested just for trying to film on this construction site. That's a real documentary. Yeah, yeah. And like, that's such an unprecedented thing to like arrest people for filming a public interest story. Maybe in Europe, I feel like it, probably not. They brought up a, a European like journalism expert in the documentary and he was like "Mm, that doesn't happen yeah that doesn't happen i'm sure it doesn't happen in america
0: often either
1: but i feel like it happens eastern europe i bet it's a little more prevalent than closer to the
0: authoritarian governments i bet it's why russia hates western europe and loves eastern europe it feels like russia and trump are like kind of the same like we should have seen this coming (laughs) it's like we should have seen this coming man I, i don't know
1: so anyway in the midst of all that the, bringing it back to wind energy this comes up in the documentary at one point also Scotland decides to open a wind for a wind farm right off the coast of where this golf course is supposed to be and Trump fucking loses his shit he calls it visual pollution <laughs> and once again says people coming to golf at this beautiful golf course beautiful don't want to have to see wind farms off the coast of the water and he gets really mad about it to the point that he not only sues but takes it to the uk's supreme court how did he get it there i think every time it fuck he fucking lost in one court he must have just appealed it to a higher court this
0: man having the audacity to call this a visual pollution when he has that hair yeah is is like one of the more audacious things he's done.
1: yeah there's so many scenes of him checking his hair in this documentary Oh my god.
0: <laughs> of course you have to film that. If you're of a dark course, minister, yeah. it's like, you know, do us all a favor. Yeah, please. You know?
1: And so he takes it to the highest court and loses. Like he sure. was trying to have this wind farm blocked. Sure. And lost. So then in 2012, that's when he starts tweeting about the eagles and the wind turbines and shit. Right. From 2012 to 2015, he tweets more than 60 times. About the dangers of wind farms with the last coming a month before he announced his bid for president.
0: Then he he put it on on the side for a little while.
1: till he brought it back in
0: August of this year.
1: Right. Okay. And when you think about how in Europe all of this opposition is from coal miners and the coal industry, and then you think about what he campaigned on, which was bringing coal jobs back, what are the chances that was just some petty bullshit because- this fucking wind farm didn't get blocked. It was finally built. It I'm went sure up. That's why it went up in April of this year. And so during the whole time he's campaigning, he's still seething over this fucking wind farm that is in eye shot of his golf course. It gives like a mildly spiteful sense of satisfaction to think
0: that he's never happy. At least.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: You know, uh, yeah. I don't. I, it's just so frustrating that we have to do all this work to find these, like, obvious comparisons. Right. Like, anytime he said, like, this should have been a, somebody should have already written this article for money. Like, as soon as he said anything about wind turbines, like, find out why. Somebody should have done that work.
1: Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Anyway. And what's really interesting about this, just this year also, these emails came out. I promised Russia was going to come up. I knew it. At some point in this. And throughout the course of the Russia investigation, there have been emails that have been leaked And one of them, there was among all of Trump's shady fucking meetings with people who were vaguely tied to Russia, uh, one of those was with Brexit enthusiasts Aaron Banks and Andy Wigmore and also Nigel Farage. They were all Mm. three people who were really pushing Brexit, which is a thing that Russia was also very much involved in helping to promote. And also Breitbart UK editor Raheem Kassam. And in this meeting, Trump apparently brought up wind farms and we know he brought up wind farms because uh andy wigmore let it slip to the press (laughs) he said he doesn't like wind farms at all he says when i look out my window and i see these windmills it offends me and he also said that he kept going back to the subject of windmills repeatedly and even asked wigmore and banks to campaign to have windmills removed from scotland
0: even the other insane like Brexit maniacs are repulsed by Trump. They they're like they just like yeah. This is not a man you can be in a room with for longer than twenty minutes without being frustrated with him. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's insane. Yeah. And after Wigmore went public with this, he was immediately scolded for it by Raheem Kassam on behalf of Trump because they knew these comments were going to make it seem like he just had a pre-problem with alternative energy that ties to his business interests before he even became president and you don't want a president with those kind of fucking conflicts of interest right like traditionally they had in any other election we wouldn't have wanted those kind of conflicts of interest
0: they had no idea that we would have voted him in with bags of foreign money bulging from his pockets exactly it, like yeah. they like they wouldn't have bothered to care about this if we right. had known that yeah you know
1: and we know this like i said because of uh, all of these email exchanges which were leaked during uh the russia investigation so our president has bad blood with the wind farm industry over previous business dealings and now he's using his platform as president to spread this alarmist bullshit about wind farms nothing wrong with that <laughs> It's exactly how the office of the presidency is supposed to work.
0: I guess it's fortuitous that not enough people care in America. Yeah. Otherwise, like who knows? Like they'd be burning windmills as we speak. Yeah, yeah. You know it's just I mean? going to take him getting them excited enough. I mean, like I don't want to be like too like I do like that it's something meaningless enough that if he keeps like focusing energy on it, maybe that's where the rage will go cuz yeah. it's going somewhere. Oh yeah. The for rage sure. is going somewhere. So like I guess windmills <sighs> is like a a
1: reasonable target. Yeah. Punch windmills. Don't punch Nazis. Punch windmills. Punch them right in their blades, their offensive blades. Bing. <laughs> Bing. There goes that one. Unless a bird kills it. That's
0: the sound of a bird being <laughs> shot at the, at the windmill turbine.
1: Bing. <laughs> so if you want to read more about uh. this, you can check out Emails Reveal Alarm When Trump's Golf Course Gripes Leaked on CNN by Donnie O'Sullivan. Drew Griffin, and Nina Dos Santos. Do you remember when Trump left the campaign trail to go to this Scottish
0: golf course? And it was like covered, that was the scandal? that he was like, it's scandals that he left America in the middle of a campaign to do a golf thing. Yeah, we should maybe look harder into what what that was all about. Here we are two years later, and it's like, the guy's
1: trying to shut down energy. Yeah. And that was like what he was doing. Like, oh man. And that article talks more about how the people he met with are tied with Russia and all of this shit. So again, it's not me just seeing no, no. Russia in everything. It's just that they're there, and I comment on it. I look forward to just
0: the the day that the guy who like who was driving the bulldozer piling dirt in front of those people's homes, like the day he realizes I worked for Trump. Oh yeah, like that day is coming. Yeah, you know I mean where it's like you were you were part of this man.
1: Yeah, you were early Trump. You did it. You had the fucking demos, motherfucker. Right, and he's going to have
0: to like go to some pub somewhere, right, <laughs> Like and try to hang out with his fellows, and they're going to be like, no, dude.
1: No. Remember when you destroyed all those people's lives for yeah. Trump?
0: Remember when you drove a bulldozer and obviously saw how malicious of a thing you were doing <laughs> and like did it anyway for money?
1: Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Go out and read that article. Go watch that documentary. The documentary especially is uh it's short it's like an hour and a half. You can get through it pretty quick. That's about the length the documentary should be yeah and yeah. it's uh it's it's really eye opening yeah and kind of inspiring yeah because you can fight Trump if you're in another country, and he'll just gripe about it in Indiana
0: and they'll like cheer,
1: yeah. Like like blind morons, I right? Guess, you know, like sure, yes, yeah. Fuck wind
0: turbines. Yeah, wind. Yeah, are we mad about when, that? Yeah. I've always been mad
1: about that. Yeah, it's now like the Bill Burr it. bit about how your right. dog is just once you're mad, your dog's mad. <laughs> but your dog's just like, what are we mad at? What are we mad at? What is it? That's, <laughs> that's I,
0: I I feel like there's only like maybe twenty people in the world that are legitimately mad about wind. I I just do not believe yeah it, that these protesters are like a massive force.
1: Yeah, it can't like, be.
0: No, I. I mean, maybe it's a thousand people. It just is like, it like can't it'll be.
1: probably get to a point where we all just have like a little fucking windmill on our roof or something. Like, sure, who gives a it's shit? It's where we're going. It's where we, we need to go. We also we
0: already have satellite dishes up there. We're not opposed to the idea of a stick with a with a disc on it. Yeah, giving us stuff.
1: Yeah, it's I'll take fine. One. Yeah, I'll take it. So that's our episode. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Thanks, Thanks for doing the show. I appreciate it. So what do we have to plug before we get out of here? Patreon.com slash Unpops. You can get bonus episodes of all the podcasts I co-host and so much more. Mm. And uh, end of the month, we have a live PUI podcast at the Hollywood Hotel, October 27th. Here's what we do. We come out. We do comedy sober. We get fucked up. We come back and do a podcast. And we record it all for people to hear. How long does it take you to get fucked up between- well, we usually start getting high in like while we're on you stage. You taper into it, yeah. yeah. Like I ate a massive weed brownie last time, nice, and I just ate half of it during my set, and that's great. I was good by the yeah, time we went up. I bet
0: it was fun. That sounds like that sounds like so
1: much fun. Yeah, and it's our one year anniversary of doing live podcasts at the Hollywood Hotel. Fantastic. So there's that too. Yeah. What do you got to plug?
0: Well, you can find me on the Small Beans Podcast Network hosting. With my friend Michael Swain, the One Upsmanship Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at the Real Gans. You can check out my collected directing works at my website, ganserfilms.com. And uh, you can hire me to make your short if you want, you know? But I but I cost money.
1: So Dude, that's that's understandable. That's understandable. I, I do yeah. cost money. We cost money. We this network cost money. costs money. Yeah. You gotta pay. Yeah. No one's we but, don't have bosses anymore. But I'll make your movie. I'll yeah. make it happen. So Adam yeah. will make it happen. I will make it. All right. Let's get The F out of here. Yeah. Adam Ganser, say goodbye. Adios. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.